everyone. This is Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I have to turn this down. That, that record lady was like super loud. <laughs> Gotta turn this all down. I was also trying to time it right because I saw you take a swig of water right <laughs> as I started talking. So well, you always say, okay, I'm going to get started. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, just, my reflex for some reason is to like drink something as soon as I know you need to talk to me. Uh, okay. So there has been a little bit of drama, if you will. in the Drama super- indeed. Drama lama ding dong. Yes. This was just a few days ago. So Jensen and his wife, Danielle announced a new project in the works with CW, CW, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, they are going to be executive producers on a Supernatural prequel, uh, which will focus on daddy, dearest, Mr. John Winchester, (laughs) who we've been talking about for the past few weeks, and mom and Mary Winchester. And Jensen is going to narrate it. So that's kind of cool. It's like, okay, surprise. Surprise. I, <laughs> hey, you know, boy, let them give it a try. Right. You know, it's, they've, they've tried other spinoffs. So. Right, yeah. However, yeah. it was also a surprise to dear old Jared Padalecki, uh, <laughs> who, who made his uh, heartbreak known on Twitter. Uh, you know, kind of called it out. I just, you, if, if I ever do something that you don't like or... <laughs> Or if I do something wrong, yeah. call me, email me. Please do not put it on Twitter. Please don't yeah, make it public. It was a poor choice, but I also, you know, humans have knee-jerk reactions, right? You know, like he Absolutely. found this surprise out on Twitter. So then he's like, fine, then I'm going to go on Twitter. I get it. You know, it's, I get it, it too. It's a childish reaction, but not, Um, I mean, it's not like. It's not the end of the world. People don't do it, right? Right, exactly. I mean, these guys have known each other for years. I know. You know. And I could, you know, I could understand, like, the heartbreak of being like, wait, what? You're doing this thing without me? You know, I would be all sorts of emotions, honestly. Right. I would, too. I mean, mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't justified, but we don't know their backstory. We don't know what, what, who knows what and when. Um, And, I mean, he, Jared did sound genuinely upset that he uh, wasn't, not that he wasn't a part of the plan, but that he didn't know about it. Right. Um, You know, at least so he couldn't be happy for them in advance. Like, hey, yeah, great. Glad you guys got to announce it type of thing. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So I feel, I feel bad for both of them. I feel bad. Really too. It was like this great fun announcement. They were super excited. And then it was just like. And it quickly turned into like. Aah. Yeah. And I don't want to say anything bad about the, about supernatural fans, but some of them uh, took it to heart. Like they, they, yeah, uh, you know, they I'm, took sides immediately. Yeah. I don't like that. I am going to say something about them. It's like, no, that's not cool. You yeah. know, there's something. You know, when people say that they stand something, which is the, you know, that kind Stalker, of... Stalker, fan. Yeah, yeah. It's not healthy. <laughs> no, no. And it's like they take up the gauntlet. It's like they start these crusades and no one asks them to. And, right. And it's not, it's not healthy. It doesn't lead you anywhere. It's not going to yeah. change the tide of anything. And again, not, I'm not, I don't want to tell fans how to be, but there's, there's, there's always a part of any fandom, not just supernatural, yeah, that yeah. just takes it so personally. They've inserted mm-hmm. themselves into the dialogue and it's like, don't. 
Yeah, so it's like you don't, don't you don't know. Like All you see is the twi- the Twitter verse yeah. or you know, the other social media verse, and you know, of right. course, that's not the whole story. You know that people have fake lives on social media. You know, you don't know right. what's going on behind the camera lens. Right. Um, however, you know they they had a heart to heart. It seems Jared and Jensen, and they both mm-hmm. came on Twitter and said like, "Oh, you're my brother. I love you." You know, blah blah blah. And I couldn't help but think like, "Oh my God, this it." <laughs> If this isn't life imitates art, I don't know what is. Oh my gosh, right? <laughs> because, uh, spoiler alert, throughout the life cycle of Supernatural, the show, these brothers are constantly getting in fights with each other. And, you know, whether it's Sam's fault or Dean's fault, you know, they trade back and forth. Yep. They listen to the whispers of other people and they get to, you know, they're, they're like, oh, they start believing. They're like, other I can't believe you did this without brother. me. You know? <laughs> I think that's literally happened like five times. Yes. yes. And then they go their separate ways for a little while and say, I'm never going to speak to you again. And then like, inevitably they come together and they're like, oh, okay, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Right. But that's I mean, what tickled me about all of this. I was like, this is, this is a hundred percent Sam and Dean right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, even uh, to like harken back to that plane, the when the the plane that Jensen was flying in, it was Jared's oh, yeah, plane, yeah. and they had to do like a crash landing, basically. Uh-huh. Not they didn't crash, but they had to do an emergency landing because like an engine blew up. Yeah, they, you know, the tabloids all said that that caused a huge rift in their relationship. And I'm like, well, I understand Jensen not wanting to fly the, in that plane again, right? <laughs> you know, but you know why why start yeah. this whole feud over oh my yeah, God. these guys have a relationship this is what life is you, yeah. you get along you don't get along you get along yeah. you don't get along yeah yes quite the drama i am glad though that they it's put out yeah for now it's settled who knows yeah. but i am interested in this show though i am curious to see what they're going to explore that hasn't already been explored in yeah. the 15 seasons of, of supernatural but you know what I would really like, though, is another turn at Wayward Sisters. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, I, me as well. Me as well. That's what I think I would they, like. got, they got short shrifted. They weren't really given the chance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe like Netflix or, or like Amazon or something could pick up that series, do a little yeah. hint to be TV. Hint. Is Amazon listening? <laughs> We've been sending people your way. I bought something on Have time. We? Oh. <laughs> Maybe we could. We could yeah. be. Hey, people are listening to us on Prime. Are they? Yes. Oh, the podcasting. I I see. <laughs> I thought you were like we're sending people to go shop on Amazon. It's just like no we aren't. <laughs> Not once have we ever said <laughs> Oh, I, this thing that I have, we bought it on Amazon. Maybe you should go get one. We should start doing that so we can maybe get a little affiliate money. But uh. <laughs> if you couldn't hear me laughing, it's because I stopped making noise. Um. <laughs> we did it, Sammy. We made it. We made it. I know. We made it. We made it. Holy one. crap. Season one, episode 22, the finale, Devil's Trap. Feels like we're running out of time, which, by the way, is a lyric from the song that they play over the uh, the original. The, re- the recap? Yeah, the original recap, which is Fight the Good Fight by Triumph. Oh. Feels like we're running out of time. 
With a terrifying exorcism, warfare with a pack of demons, and a shocking double twist storyline, the intense, astonishing season finale never lets up. Written by Eric Kripke and directed by Kim Manners. Dynamic duo. Yeah. I say they hit it out of the park. Yes. 100%. This, these two guys together on this episode, mm-hmm. they they did their homework. This was a great episode. Well shot, well directed, and mm-hmm. well written. Like yes. there wasn't a part of it that let up. No. And then leaves you just dying for more at the yeah. end right you're just yeah. like what yep no! i always talk about leaning forward you know, like it always makes you lean forward for the next thing physically leaning forward and you're always shocked when an episode ends it's like gotta go to the next yeah gotta could you imagine this having having watched this live when it aired Episodic. and then having to wait a few months like months to, yep. to see that what happens next oh my god yep. or 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 if it had gotten canceled you right. know and, and you're just left with like whoa, whoa what Uh. (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway don't want to spoil too much before no 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 i just wanted to give it a thumbs up from the beginning i was going to do map quest real quick yes um because they they do jump around a bit in this Mm -hmm. episode Mm -hmm. uh without um cryons uh there are no indicators what i saw i cry cryons there's no cryons yes that's true without without any chirons Mm -hmm. thank you thank you for that um they uh they hit lincoln nebraska Mm -hmm. they hit sioux falls south dakota and they hit jefferson city missouri uh all of which actually exist do they hit lincoln um i don't think they physically go to lincoln they talk about it i think they were going to go yes and then they decide to get help and they go to um they go uh, south dakota yes yes so i guess uh, i guess i i I felt it felt it needed to be mentioned just because they do talk about it and it is part of the meg Meg is in lincoln right so for a hot second when she when she calls and then in the beginning so all right so we'll just put that in parentheses then yeah but that'll drive us right into the opening scene of this episode which is the same as the ending scene of the previous of salvation where sam and dean or dean in particular calls dad's cell phone and meg picks up right and she says you're never gonna see your father again end conversation right (laughs) yeah that's it yeah she's like you guys you guys screwed the pooch on this one click Mm -hmm. and dean is kind of left on the other end of the phone like oh shit yeah, you know, he we have to he, make a plan. Like he kind of loses control of the situation. The control that he had with uh, with Sam s- seconds before, mm-hmm. um, going from the end of the previous episode, where you know he's trying to calm Sam down and be like, "Listen, you know, you were just about to run into a burning building. That's stupid. You know, let's right. sit and think about it for a while." And now he's just like, "Oh my god, I have to run into a burning building." metaphorically right Right. well it but it's sam sam turns back turns back and it's just like he needs to run in he's like we gotta go we gotta go let's go kill this demon we got we just gotta go Mm -hmm. but dean still pulls back on the reins he's like no we have to make a plan we can't just run off and try to end this right you know just because dad is you know not picking up this phone doesn't mean this is the end of everything let's let's make a plan and he takes charge again. That's what Dean does. After a while, but I thought for like right before they get in the car, Dean was just like, 
oh shit, uh, you know, he's even kind of pacing. He's just a little lost for words. And then says, we just got to go. We got to go. We got to get a car and we got to go. And Sam at first is trying to stop him. And Dean puts a hard stop to that. It's like, nope, now. And in yep. the car they go. But then, yes, Sam is like still like, I could have done it. I could have gone to the burning building. Now, I made a note here. They leave Salvation and they drive to Nebraska. But they stop. This is when they're in, this is when they're they're like game planning out loud yeah. and finally Dean acquiesces and says, "You know what? We can't. You're right. We can't go to Nebraska. They're expect mm-hmm. the demons are expecting us. They didn't say anything about, you know, dad being alive or trading for the gun. They just yeah. want us there to kill us. Yeah. So we can't do this. We yeah. need help." Mm-hmm. And so the next thing we see is them driving up to what we now know is Bobby's. Yes. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You only know that it's South Dakota because of the license plates on the car. Right. Um, with the that, big old dog yes. on the big old truck. <laughs> yes. And I I looked really hard to see if this was the same house from um uh Benders. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really good job in disguising yeah. uh the, the the set to be Bobby's and not right. Right. Yeah. And we keep talking about Bobby like we know Bobby. We know Bobby. The show doesn't know Bobby yet. No. I just want to say, Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when I saw Bobby. Yeah. Okay. So the so the boys drive up to this like salvation junkyard. The house has hood hubcaps all over it. It's just a, a junkyard yeah. house. Yeah. And in in the next thing we see is Bobby, this guy Bobby, who's wearing mm-hmm. like a disgustingly dirty old <laughs> trucker, you know, hat. baseball yeah. hat. He's got a sweatshirt with a vest on. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look dirty. He just looks well-worn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he himself is not dirty, but this no. hat is a well-loved, well-worn yes. worn hat. And this house on the inside is amazing. Yeah. It's this, it's this really cool old house, clearly been lived in for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it is just stacked floor to ceiling with books yes like hundreds books. and hundreds and hundreds yeah. of books. books the the his walls the walls of the house are like bulletin boards mm-hmm. you know it's not even just like the walls of the house it's bulletin boards yeah. and all the bulletin boards are just like pinned with tons of notes and drawings and sketches yeah. and so it's like a hunter's house but it's not like you know hunter hunter's house this is this is somebody who's reading you know there right. is just bobby researches he yes. he is old school not a single computer do i see i don't even no. see like remnants of a computer Mm-mm. it is all books there's like this old smith corona typewriter on the desk you know it's just super cool anyway yes. and they like establish like a relationship so they've known bobby for a while because it's like a familiar greeting that the boys give him it's like thanks for helping us out bobby they also touch on he does that Bobby does not have a good relationship with John because the last time he saw him, he almost shot him with buckshot. <laughs> with a shotgun, right? And Bobby's like, yeah, John has that effect on people. <laughs> and I said, exactly. Yeah. John, for me, it's like, you love him, you hate him. You love him, you hate him. I question his methods. Oh and my it's God, like- I was, you know, I was going to talk about this in this episode and then I was like, well, maybe not. But the past few episodes, I've had a hard time nailing down John. How you feel about John? <laughs> How I feel yeah. about him. His relationship with the boys. Like what, he's an enigma, you know? It's right? just like, I cannot tell what's going on inside of his head. And 
it was it's because he's like he we have been shown that he hasn't been the best dad but he's also asked their forgiveness for not being the best dad yeah um but he also made them who they are which are really great guys yeah you know but then he turns around and is willing to break their hearts by sacrificing himself you know to to for revenge yeah um and so it's like it goes back and forth it's like you want them to be happy as a family but you i need john to um redeem himself somehow Mm -hmm. you know so i get where bobby's coming from (laughs) right right back to bobby by the way before we get too much into bobby i i need to talk about this little easter egg oh ish Oh, sort of an Easter egg. I got excited. (laughs) The character of Bobby Singer, whom we see here, was originally supposed to be Missouri Mosley, our lovely little psychic lady from home. From home? Really? Yes. They were supposed to revisit her? Yes. Like, uh, you know, when they say, let's go for help, she was supposed to be their resource person that they (gasps) go to. No way. Yeah. But she, the Loretta Devine, the actress was not available because her schedule was like super packed because she's amazing. So then they created the character of Bobby Singer. Oh my gosh. And they got Jim Beaver, who is wonderful. Yes. Not only that, he was only supposed to be a one-off character. This was supposed to be his one and only appearance on Supernatural. This episode was supposed to be his one and only? Yeah. Oh my gosh. But his he made such a strong impression and his response or the response to his character was so great that they said, okay, you're coming back. <laughs> wow. That's amazing how stuff like that works out. I know. And that's, that that's great. Would not have happened if Loretta Devine had been available. Wow. So who knows if, if she would have kind of been the recurring more character. Car- oh. Or, the, the Bobby or character. there would not have been a recurring character. Who knows? I mean, Lightning in the a rest, bottle. The rest, as they say, is history. Yep. Yep. I like it. I mean, it would, I would have loved to have seen her again. I would, I would have, have been too. disappointed. Yeah. But for now that I know that, you know, it's Bobby and Jim Beaver, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that it worked out. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Bobby comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good thing because we love Bobby. So back to the scene with Bobby. <laughs> We've sidetracked from this scene like six times. Uh-huh. Um, so Bobby gives uh, a Dean a flask of holy water. Uh, <laughs> Followed by a flask of bourbon or something. Yeah. <laughs> Sam is like totally invested in this book, The Key of Solomon, who is just like, oh my God, he's fawning over it. He's like, this is so cool. Oh my God. This is so cool. He's still, he's like nose deep in all of these books, yeah. but, the, but the the the, the key, key of Solomon, he's just like, is this for real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's all got it's all sorts of like protection circles. Mm-hmm. And it's, he's like, is all this, is all this stuff, you know, actual things? And Bobby's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, so now we start learning about protection circles other than just like salt on the floor, yeah, you know, and salt yeah. in front of the doors and stuff. Yeah, what does Bobby call it? A satanic uh, roach motel? Yes. Because <laughs> the book itself is called The Key of Solomon, which is like a real book, I think. Because I looked, at, I, I thought for a second he, they were referring to the, the sigil as the key of oh, Solomon. Oh, as the key. Yeah, I know. I think it's the book. And so then I looked it up and like the key of Solomon is at least a, it's not a supernatural only thing. It's a, it's a oh. thing that exists. An actual guide, a reference guide. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
That's really cool. So they kind of talk about demons a little bit. Um, yeah, and Bobby's like, you guys really stepped in something serious here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he's he says that, you know, it used to be I'd hear about three or four possessions a month. And now it's like up to in the 20s or something. I think he's like three or four a year. Oh, because then he said, and this year there's like 27. So already something big is going on, and you guys are right in the middle. (laughs) He says, You guys stepped in some serious crap. (laughs) This is Bobby. That, like, that right there is Bobby, just plain speaking. Right on cue is when Meg kicks in the door. Right. You hear the dog bark first. Mm hmm. You hear the dog bark, then you hear the woof. Yeah. And dog is gone. <laughs> dog's gone. All that's left is that big chain. I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, she didn't kill the dog. She just, you know, knocked him out. <laughs> and then Meg kicks in the front door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, I love Meg in this episode. I knew I was you all would. On her. I knew I was you hating would. on her in the last one, but I was like, this is the Meg that I like. She just is in their face, straightforward. None of this flirty, fake bullshit. She is done playing. Yeah. And I like her. Yes. She was a, uh, a fantastic actress in this whole uh, next sequence. But she does. She finds them blasting the door, mind blasts Dean against the wall, and starts like demanding the cult from Sam who is like giving excuses like, oh, we buried it, we threw it away, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm not stupid. Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> I, like told, I told it. you, no more yeah. crap. Yeah, well, I can't believe you chuckleheads have gotten this far, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, she's done, the game, she's not, no pretenses, you know? She's yeah. like, she's like, I can't believe all the things I heard about the Winchesters, and it's yeah. you, you know, chuckleheads who are standing yeah. my way right now. Yeah, and she's totally backing Bobby and Sam into a corner. Yeah, did you see that that uh, Sam put himself in front of Bobby? Mm-hmm. It was like trying to keep Bobby behind yeah. him yeah. between him and I was like, "Yay, Sam. Mm-hmm. Good job." My question, another question is, you know, Meg says, you know, everything I've heard about the Winchesters. Demons have been talking about the Winchesters. Yeah. You know, for a while. And I'm just like, "Ooh, there's mm-hmm. some, there's some more story there. There's some mm-hmm. more backstory there." Yeah. And this um, is right after Bobby was just like, you Winchesters have stepped right in the middle of all of this. So yep. she backs Bobby and Sam into a corner, uh, says, do you guys think I really wouldn't find you? Mm-hmm. And then Dean is awake now and comes up behind her and says, actually, we were counting on it. Right. This is a great shot. I want to break down the shot real quick. Okay. So, yeah, you, you see her, uh, you see Meg and she says, you think I wouldn't find you? And then in the background come into focus uh dean comes into focus and he says you know actually we were counting on it then it goes to a shot of meg turning and looking at dean Mm -hmm. then the shot goes from dean who looks up at the ceiling shot back to meg who follows dean's look up to the ceiling and she sees um the trap she sees a, a trap a devil's trap on the on the ceiling yes and dean says gotcha blackout (laughs) it wasn't cute gotcha it was like gotcha bitch yeah yeah he's not playing around anywhere either no then title screen so that was like a really long um opening scene it wasn't even like a i don't know it wasn't the typical teaser where it's like something that happened like either a while ago or in a completely different city 
you know, and right. then the title screen comes up and then it's the boys, you know, going like, oh, we just found out about this thing. This thing that just happened in the, in the cold opening. Yeah. No, this is part of the actual episode. So now after coming back from the title screen, they have Meg tied up to a chair. So, which I was like, how, how did they get Meg in the, in the chair? <laughs> she's <laughs> So she's trapped in a trap. She's not powerless. <laughs> right. She could still like punch him, I think, you know, or something, but whatever. They get her in the chair. Bobby has salt shielded the entire house, you know, mm-hmm. by putting lines of salt on the doors, windows, et cetera, et cetera. And Dean's interrogating her. You know, he's just, he's just like, now that we got you, just lay it all out. You know, where's yes. dad? Yes. Where's John? Where's dad? And, yes. And she keeps saying like, I killed him. I killed him. Yeah. And he died screaming. He died horribly. He's a coward. Yes. And Dean is, has had it as well. And he backhands her oh, yeah. so deal. hard. And Sam and Bobby are like, ooh, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even, Bo- you know, Bobby is like, hey, Dean. Um, a second. Can I have a minute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Yes. And Dean says something like, you know, it's, it's not like she's, you know, a, a real girl. And, and Bobby is essentially like, actually, yeah, she is. There's an innocent girl trapped in there she's yeah. being possessed by a demon can't how how do you not know that i thought that was quite you know how can you not see that and you just see dean go oh my god <laughs> you know he hadn't thought of that right yeah he hadn't thought of that he was so blinded by you know his his anger and fear for john that he didn't take into account that demons possess people yeah this was interesting i actually went back and watched again phantom traveler which Mm -hmm. was their very first encounter with demons because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things you know we touched on it a little bit last time like john said something like it's either a demon or a human possessed by a demon so i went back just to see like okay how did how was their first encounter with a demon how did that go (laughs) um it's very obvious that the writers, you know, at some point between episode four and the and the final few episodes, that they changed a little bit of the rules. You know, they find they realized, oh, this is the direction we're going to go. Right. So they did kind of have to tweak some things. Sure, sure. That's fine. That happens in shows. You know, um, you notice it all the time. I feel like in in pilots or even in entire first seasons of shows where then they decide, oh, you know what? That didn't really work. So let's yeah. go. We can either change direction. it completely or we're going to yeah. tweak it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. in the fourth episode, they both acknowledge like this is way bigger than anything we've ever done before. Um, they also say, or Dean says that demons exist only for death and destruction and for nothing else. Basically that they're like things of chaos, you know, they don't right. Have- Right. They, they don't serve anything. Yeah. Just themselves. Not, a, not a bigger purpose. They're just right. there to destroy, mm-hmm. which is obviously not true now. But I yeah, think that maybe they established that at the end of the fourth episode when the demon starts screaming about Jessica. Right. You know, like right. during the exorcism, they, you know, he's just like, I know about your girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. About your girlfriend. Yeah. So that there is some sort of network of, yeah. of demons. <laughs> <laughs> But but in that episode, it was like a human being possessed, and they right. went along we, with it. They're like, okay, demons possess people. And they had the exorcism and everything. I think it was I think it was interesting that the in that episode they were chasing one demon, mm-hmm. um, 
that was jumping from person to person to person. So they were chasing the demon. But when they first meet Meg, they don't know that she's a demon. Right. And and so each encounter uh, proves her to be, you know, not human. Right. You know? And so I think since they only know her as the as this, you know, pushy, horrible person, you know, who yeah. has shown themselves to be a demon, that that's that's all they know. Yeah. So they don't see the human. But anyway, it was just it was interesting to see how much they had learned and also how much they um, the writers had changed uh, their yeah. direction, you know, from the fourth episode. Sure. Because sure. do you remember that some of the signs that they could tell was a demon was like they flinch in the name of God. And so he said Christo or Christo oh, and on the that's, plane. Yeah, on the right. plane. And that's when the demon revealed itself. Right. I don't right. think that I, ever happens again. <laughs> no, I mean the fact that the fact that Meg can enter a church, yeah, you know, and you know nothing. Yeah, they. Uh, well, the only thing that we know has affected her so far has been the holy water that John sprayed on her and that other demon. You know that it just kind of burned her feet. You know that's the only like religious thing that we know affects them, right? Or at least affects her. Right. And the demon's trap that she's now in. Right. 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 Dean is so when he latches onto the fact that Bobby says, you know, she's a girl, you know, the demon's inside. And Dean's like, ah, that actually can work in our favor. Mm-hmm. Whips out John's journal. Yep. Ergo the exorcism. Here goes the exorcism. They've done it once before. Yeah. So <laughs> didn't work out again? very well last time. <laughs> but, you know, now but that it, there's a trap involved, you know, maybe right? it'll go a little smoother. Right. And uh, so Sam starts the incantation of a of an exorcism. Mm-hmm. And Meg's like, really, you're going to exorcise me? Yeah. But you can see like, as he's reading it, you can see it is actually it's starting to pain. affect her. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like the demon is trying to hold on inside of Meg's body, you know, because she's straining and it's 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 painful. It just looks like she's like literally trying to hold on so that she's not expelled. Yeah. You know, by the exorcism. Um, right. She doesn't give up though. She's still trash talking and, you know, yep. taunting them with, yep, with John's still saying death. Like, yes, saying like yep. I killed him myself. Blah blah blah. Yep. Um, Dean yep. is like in her face, saying like I will march in hell myself and kill all, all of you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly, like pages of a book start fluttering and flapping around inside the the house. It's almost like the peak of the exorcism is happening, like where her power or just I don't know the power around in the room is just yes. can't be contained just, anymore. Yeah, ex- exactly. Kind of like maybe lightning, but we're not seeing lightning. It's... Right, right. And even she in her chair just like starts moving, like it. Oh. It felt like to me it was in the shape of the of the, the pentagram. Sh- yeah, the shape that was above her, which is not quite a pentagram. It was something else, but it would. Yeah, it seemed like uh, with the demon maybe trying to hold on, it was just like thrashing, and yeah. because it couldn't, it couldn't leave the circle of the trap. Yes. It was just, it would just hit the, you know, the the wall of the trap. Yeah, and it was just. And I do want to say during this, like every time Dean is like, "You're lying. He's not dead. You're lying. He's not dead." Mm-hmm. I I felt like Sam was believing Meg like listen she I think that she's telling I don't want her to be telling the truth but I think that she's telling the truth yeah you know, I could just it was a look on his face that was like I don't think you're gonna get the answer that you want Dean right well I also think Sam was seeing the um the, the physical effect on Meg 
you know, that, I mean, this isn't just, you know, someone going, oh, ow, it hurts. It was, this was, this was tearing this girl apart. It was, the, it was the physical effect on Meg and D- Dean, yeah. you know, just Dean his was getting anger deeper and mm-hmm. deeper. Yeah. Even Meg's like, you won't take dead for an answer, will you? You know, but then Meg's chair stops moving and she finally does give the answer that they want, which is he will be soon. <laughs> you know, right. So, no, he's not. Dead. Right. And, uh, and that's where she is just, she's, she's panting, she's in pain, and yes. she admits that he's in Jefferson City, Missouri, mm-hmm. and in a building somewhere, but yep. that's, and then, you know, and Dean's like, where, where, and she's like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know anything else, I've told you everything, and then Dean says, fine, finish it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Meg's like, I gave you the answers, you know, you told me you would let me go, basically, and Dean's like, I lied, finish yeah. it. Yeah. And Dean, way, way gone. <laughs> right, right. Way and here gone. was a confusing um, dialogue for me. Was Bobby was just like, the demon is the only thing keeping her alive, like holding her body together. You said she fell from a building. Like, she's essentially dead. Right. She got shot. She got thrown out a window. Yeah. Yeah, her, her body is gone. Yes. And, and Dean was just like, fine, we'll put her out of her misery. And Bobby and Sam are kind of looking at Dean like, you're crazy. But I was kind of like, yeah, no, we should put get the demon out of her and, you know, and see let her happens. be a human again. Right. You know, it was almost right. like, I don't think this was the intention they were going for, but it almost seemed like Bobby wanted the demon to still be there so she, the girl could still be alive. Almost. I don't know. It was weird. Or maybe it was just like, no, you have to think about this, that this, you know, by the way, the girl is going to be probably dead. Yeah, how much is she going to suffer when when you do actually exercise her? Yeah, um, I think I, I don't think it was a, I don't think they were trying to change his mind. I think they were just trying to say think about it before yeah. we do this. Yeah, it like, was an interesting dynamic. I guess was the yeah. whole, thing. and it also brought it to my attention as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to bring it back into she's not just the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, there is somebody who, when this happens, they are going to be human and in pain yeah but dean's like we have to and i think i think i think dean heard him i was there wasn't like this huge you know change of emotion but i think he i think he heard it yeah you know but still in dean's mind it's still no demon (laughs) no demon is better than Mm. than demon (laughs) yeah yes yes Um, and i would agree with that uh so sam finishes the exorcism exorcism Yep. And there's all these really cool camera effects with Meg's body, you know, like jerky, kind of unnatural movements. Her eyes turn black. Mm-hmm. And then comes that demon smoke that we know and love. Love. That is completely yep. different from episode four. <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely smoky smoke. And yes. it's like Meg throws her head back and screams. And as she's screaming, the smoke just like gushes like a fire hose. Yeah out of her mouth mm-hmm. and it it rushes towards the ceiling it hits the trap um but it just like it, it's not just like a puff of smoke this is like tons of smoke this yeah. is this is a lot of entity leaving this yeah. girl's body yeah it's almost like the black smoke monster that was in lost if anyone has ever seen lost it was a little bit like that but more forceful um so anyway yeah it goes up into the trap and then we assume back into hell you know yeah just kind of dissipates we don't see yes yeah and once it's all gone then makes make the humans head just drops back down 
blood starts pouring, like not pouring from her mouth, but you know, it's like pooled, dripping. Yeah, she's alive, but she's bleeding. Yeah. And she's crushed. And they, as they go to untie her, she, um, you know, to get her out of the chair to like lay her on the floor to make her more comfortable, she thanks them. Yeah. She's like, thank you. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, it's okay. Just, just, you know, we'll, let's, let's help you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she's like, I have to say these things. She's like, it's been a year. Yeah. It has been a year, a nightmare. I haven't been in control of my body. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I've been awake you, for some of it, you know, and I saw these like terrible things that I was doing, but I wasn't doing. Right. And you kind of see it on Dean's face that he's like, oh, oh. Yeah. So Bobby really was, you know, this is, this is real life. This is, mm-hmm. this girl's life was mm-hmm. a nightmare for a year. Yes. Um, at the same time, Dean is being very insensitive in these moments. You know, like, he's not like, oh, are you okay? Is there anyone we can call? You know, do you have any family? <laughs> well, but he was like, get water and blankets and, you know. Oh, yeah, bad. The but then Im- immediately he was just like, <laughs> tell us where dad is. That's all we need to know. That's the only thing that matters. Uh, I did. I thought that he was being very insensitive with this. And, um, I mean, she she tells them what she knows. Just like, yes, he is still alive. But they want you to, you know, it wants you to know that they want you to come. This is definitely a trap. Yeah. Um, and they're like, it's the demon. And she says, no, it's not the demon. It's yeah. just demons. Just, yeah. yeah. It's I not don't know the where you're looking for. Yeah. Don't know where that one is, but there are other demons around. It's, yeah. You know, and they're keeping him, you know, somewhere the by river. the river. And then she says sunrise and dies. Yeah. And. I want to say that Dean actually sees this. Uh, I want it. I think he saw it. I think he saw it um, after. Yeah. No, no. That's what I mean. Yeah. Well, she died. Yeah. And that's when he sees it. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. You know, she, she was, I want to say she was a person, but she was a person who even in her suffering and pain was trying to help them. Yeah. That she was trying to help them and they, he made it, he made a choice and killed her essentially. Yeah. He killed her, but then was, you know, this really pushy while she was dying <laughs> about his problems. His problems, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like this touchy-feely moment, but I, I, part of me was like, I think they were trying to show that he, that he did see it. Because he yeah. didn't just, like, stand up and walk away like, no. okay, that's that. I no, think there, he, was, there was, there was there a weight f- of him that saw that I, I made a choice feelings were felt all around you could see it on the looks of everyone's close-ups after that yes so then bobby shoes them out tell them like doesn't matter you got to go find your dad i'll wait here for the emts i know how to lie to cops don't worry (laughs) did you happen to catch um the camera guy in the shot no (laughs) i don't because you know i don't know i get lost in the world and i'm like no i know well it's for goose it's, or anything I, like that. I'm not looking for it. I just see it. And there was there was just a guy. It wasn't even a cameraman. It was a guy with a camera, with like a digital camera who got caught. <laughs> like he just didn't move fast enough before the, the camera, you know, dollied yeah. into where he was sitting. And it just caught him in frame. Um, but Bobby, it's it's right as Bobby's giving Sam the, the key of Solomon. He's like, take the book. Yes, he lets them borrow the book. You're going to need this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, Tolly's just like, shoo, shoo, go. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, but what about the dog? <laughs> so they drive off. Yes. And the next thing we see is them stopped on the side of the road, which looks like they're at another 
elevated train bridge. <laughs> I mean, which there's I get. I mean, something being built. It was not exactly a train bridge. It was it was some there, sort of construction. Yeah, it was something in the process of being built. It looked like I but just yeah, thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, it is cool. It, it's they they use that kind of angle and. Uh, um scenery a lot like the kind mm. of some something with something tall and elevated in the background and a kind of an angle yeah. um i assume they're in jefferson city because they're kind of getting ready dean is yeah being, is distracting himself by cleaning all of his guns <laughs> repacking um, his duffel yeah. yeah and uh and then sam takes the book and starts drawing on dean's car <laughs> <laughs> Which totally snaps Dean out of his Yeah, life. he's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, he's like, oh, what are you drawing on my car? So it totally snaps him out of whatever mood he was in and yeah. changes it to like angry at <laughs> Sam for drawing on his car. And Sam explains, he's like, no, this is called a devil's trap. And this is mm-hmm. going to, it's going to ward the trunk from demons can't get in or out. So if we keep the colt in the trunk of the car, they won't be able to see it or get at it. Yeah, it's like a, a demon lockbox. Mm-hmm. essentially uh, dean is not having it he's just like absolutely not we're taking this cult with us we need it right. you know, sam is like absolutely not this is exactly what they want you know we're playing right into their hands if we bring right. a cult with them they just want the cult they don't want us they want the cult yeah you know. dean says we need it to kill all the demons and sam says we cannot waste any more bullets we only have three left well yes um i i was i thought it was um dean was saying we have to save dad mm-hmm. and sam was saying we have to save the bullets to kill the demon so like don't bring the, the demon gun. but no but i think dean wanted to use what what i was uh interpreting was like dean wanted to use the gun to kill the other demons in order to save dad oh i see i see okay and yeah, Dean's Dean's like, was no, we about... need to, yeah we need to save this to kill the demon okay. um and he we already missed once you know like we shot him once and he disappeared he disappeared and we shot a hole in the wall yeah yeah okay cool and and sam's like we can't we can't take it and dean's like fine fine we won't and i don't believe him (laughs) no (laughs) i I wrote i literally wrote down fine parentheses i don't believe him no (laughs) so the next thing we see is uh the boys walking down a river Mm-hmm. Dean happens to like look through some some trees and he sees an apartment building called Sunrise mm-hmm. Apartments and he's like aha Sunrise yes um, I get it I, I want to just point out in the front of this apartment building there was like you know some family you know moms out front with mm-hmm. with babies and you know there's a couple girls skipping rope there was like five shots that returned to the to the people at the front of the building with the girls skipping rope this one little girl couldn't skip rope Every Aww. shot they they made on her was her tripping over the rope. She never got one jump in. The other little Aww. girl was like, skippy, 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 yeah. skippy. Every time the camera went to this one girl, she's like, trip. <laughs> I, felt, I was like, maybe this next shot, no. Maybe Aww. the no. Never made even one jump around. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. Was it the same shot that they just kept reusing? There or... was they they used one shot twice, okay. and so yes, it was that that was a double shot. But every other shot was something new, and it was just her <laughs> failing. So they then they kind of step back and they're like, "Wait a minute! Oh this place is crawling with people. Anybody could be a demon. This is kind right. of like the perfect disguise." Is you know, you don't know who is the bad guy. Right. Um, but they know who we are. Right. 
They know right. what we look like. I love Dean's like, this sucks out loud. <laughs> so he comes up with a pretty good plan, which is, okay, let's pull the fire alarm and just get everybody out of the building, which means the demons will probably just stay in there uh, because right. John is there. And also that means the city is going to respond in, what they say, seven minutes. So Sam takes a chance and goes into the building. So he takes a chance of getting seen by a demon. Yeah. Goes into the apartment building and is able to pull the fire alarm before mm-hmm. uh, before he's seen. <laughs> Cut to awkward man and woman in an apartment. <laughs> staring at-, at each other over a kitchen table. They hear the alarm. They're not disturbed at all. And then one of them just gets up, opens up the bedroom door behind them, and there lies John Winchester tied to the bed. Spread eagle. Yeah, not suggestive at all. I was like, why this shot? <laughs> I wrote that down. Oh, side note. Mm-hmm. Side note. Um, there's new protocols that are being that were introduced here at the opera company and one of the safety protocols was active shooter protocols Um, i personally have only glanced at active shooter protocols this one i sat and read yeah uh and one of the things they tell you not to do is not to respond to a fire alarm if you're in an active shooter situation don't leave the room don't respond if somebody pulls the fire alarm don't respond and and that so when he goes and does this, I was like, I just had this like little flash of holy crap, you know. Yeah. So and it has nothing to do with the episode. It was no. just a personal like. Did you Think, know that? I know. Yeah. Holy Don't shit. respond to it because they could just pull it to have you run out into the hallway and kill you. Oh my god! I just got like these weird like chills down my spine. Yeah. I don't know. I um, when I read it, I, that's the exact same feeling I got when I read it. So that mm-hmm. when I saw this in the episode, I had that same visceral yeah. reaction. Whoa. So I know unrelated, but relatable. So God. the world we live in, Sammy. I know. It turns a totally like innocent prank into. Yep. Uh, okay. Yep. So. So back to the. Awkward yeah. <laughs> so the next scene. Um. The fire, the firemen have arrived. He goes up to the one of them is just like, "Oh my god, I have this Yorkie," and he pees, but he's nervous. I just gotta get him out. I gotta get him out. And the <laughs> firefighter's like, "Just come over here." Yeah. So it's a nice distraction for Sam to come around to the fire truck and pick the lock of the truck and happen to relieve the truck of two full suits <laughs> of fireman gear. Um, whatever. Pretty impressive feat. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. So they enter the building as their uh, um, one and only personas in this episode, I believe. Firefighters. <laughs> Firefighters holding their EMF. Dean. <laughs> cute moment here. Dean says, I always wanted to be a fireman when I grew up. <laughs> Sam says, Sam's like, I you never told me that. that. <laughs> I was like, they're being pretty, a lot of levity for going after their dad who's being held by demons. <laughs> But you know what? I think we needed it. We needed the inhale, exhale moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the EMF detector starts to go off over the apartment with the awkward couple. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The lady, you know, she looks through the peephole. She's got black eyes. So clue number one, she's a demon. (laughs) (laughs) But the the guy is like standing behind the door like, I got your back type of thing. Yeah, they're like ready for action. Right. But he's like, yeah, Hopefully so they see um, 
Uh, so Dean, as uh, a fireman, says, like, we need you to evacuate. The d demon couple kind of hesitates, but they do. They unlock, open the door, and boom, you know, the, the boys... Yeah like burst in the rest of the way <laughs> as soon as the door is unlocked it's just like boom mm -hmm. and they like hose these two guys down the the two demons with mm -hmm. like pressurized i'm assuming holy water yes i mean one would assume that <laughs> since they start smoking upon the water's impact <laughs> right but it doesn't kill them it's just enough to like catch them off guard yeah so that sam and dean can like throw them in a closet uh -huh. and uh and lock them in a closet mm -hmm. salt the door in front of the closet yeah. so now they can go they're done with the demons. Yeah. They can go try to find John. Yes. And they do. They find John still spread eagle and unconscious yeah. uh, on the bed. And I mean, not just, I mean, not to make light of his situation, but clearly he's been worked over. You right. know, he's, he's bloody. He's been beaten. The, the sheets yeah. are bloody, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he looks like he's dead, you know, he's right. just, cause he's not moving. Right. But uh, like Sam crawls up the bed and he's like, okay, he's breathing. Mm -hmm. you know dad tries dean. to do the slap faces uh, dean sorry he's like dad slap 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 you know mm -hmm. come on wake up wake up <laughs> yeah and he starts to untie him but sam is like wait hold up you know he's yep. like catching on to this whole demon thing now he's just like right. he might be possessed we gotta mm -hmm. we gotta test this out first and takes his flask um which is yeah i think maybe he got it from bobby also as a as a parting gift right. um <laughs> it splashes the water on him it does not smoke like the two other ones that we just saw, you know, but dad yeah. wakes up. He's just like, why are you splashing water on me? <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, where's the gun? Where's the car? Yeah, that's the second thing he asks. Is that <laughs> yeah. And they're like, don't worry, dad, it's safe. And he's like, good boys, good boys. Yes. Yes. And uh, so outside of the, the building while they, while they're untying John, there's like mm -hmm. a crowd is gathered. I'm assuming mm -hmm. it's just people that were inside right. the apartment are now just waiting to see if they can be let in. Mm -hmm. I have to say they are the most awkward and wooden group of people I've ever seen in my life. I mean, some of them weren't even looking at the building. Some were just like looking yeah, off in another. <laughs> yeah. I was like, these are the most awkward. This is the most awkward town ever. Yeah. Girl can't jump rope. These people are just looking <laughs> at this building. Um, they're not talking amongst themselves. No, no, they're not like doing the neighborly, like, oh my God, can you believe this? You know, they're just yeah. standing there. Yep. But we see this one guy in the center of the crowd suddenly like do this like sharp intake of, of breath, like, <gasps> yes. And uh, his eyes go black. Yeah. So his veins get black for a second. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So clearly he's been taken over. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of makes his way out of the crowd um, where he's stopped by a firefighter. And the firefighter's like, hold up, dude, you know, mm -hmm. can't go in there. And then we see the firefighter do the exact same thing, go in yeah. <gasps> deep inhale, and then boom, his eyes are black. Mm -hmm. Now, my question is, like, is are demons, like, contagious? Or are there just, like, de so many demons around that they're just taking over bodies? I, so I was like... I'm shrugging if for those who can't see me. <laughs> I'm like, I can see you shrugging. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, what, is it a disease? Do you just touch somebody and you're a demon? Or uh, is it, I just think maybe there's demons around. Yeah. Um, and they're just taking over or maybe, Or maybe like more than one demon invaded this guy, you know? And so then he passed on one of them to the firefighter as he walked by and touched. I think this is the writers playing around with how do people get possessed yeah okay all right but that was just one of those i was like is it a disease yeah <laughs> because as we know later on you know 
possession is a very clear <laughs> you yes. can see it happening yes yes absolutely <laughs> yeah we've seen the um the actual exorcism is now very very clear yeah next thing that the writers work on is the actual possession, possession. Mm-hmm. process so the next thing we see is sam and dean trying to you know hustle dad out of the apartment yes and, dad and he's, is he's like, been drugged um john says he's like they've been drugging me but you mm-hmm. know otherwise i'm fine so he's not really at his uh, at 100 percent right now right he can barely stand by right. himself so they're really struggling with this like dead weight of dad <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> And next, they, they go to the, the front door, but then they see the, I'm just going to call him the post office guy, the, the, the first guy who came out of the crowd mm-hmm. looked like he was wearing like a postman's uniform <laughs> and the possessed firefighter guy mm-hmm. are coming down the hall. So Dean and Sam are like, oh, can't okay. go that way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Slam the door, lock the door, salt in front of the door. Mm-hmm. And then like firefighter demon is just like, starts hatcheting yes through the door just like one whack you know and it was yes. very here's johnny i was just about to say is this the here's johnny like famous yes. thing yeah. yes that was definitely the shining just like earlier during the exorcism the the pages flipping on the book by themselves that was an exorcist is- uh mm-hmm. shout out yeah call out but yeah and that axe coming through the door scared me yeah it was pretty violent and i wasn't mm-hmm. expecting i was expecting yeah. like a thud or something but the fact that it was like whack right through yes. the door like at their faces <laughs> I, that actually made me jump a little okay. bit so they're like okay let's find another way out <laughs> yeah. so they they salt the door they run to the fire escape mm-hmm. they salt the fire escape and and out they they go which yeah. by the way a fire escape looked pretty damn scary to me mm-hmm. <laughs> it did not look like something i would have wanted to, to carry a down. drugged person down yeah <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> right um so they sam and dean managed to get john down the fire escape um, and as they're running to the car, Sam gets tackled. Yes. Tackled by, is it Tom? It is Tom. Yes. Tom, who uh, was the demon that was standing with Meg in the previous episode. Who oh. shot Meg. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? who shot yeah, Meg yeah, with the fake cold. And the one who ended up uh, catching John in the end. Like, exactly. yes, he just tackles Sam to the ground and just starts just start pummeling wailing, him. Just wailing him. Yes, like a good yeah. old-fashioned fist fight, but with demon power. So Dean sees this, like, he was carrying John, like, you know, not carrying, carrying, yeah. but he was shouldering John. Uh-huh. Leans John against the building and comes running to to rescue Dean gets like gets one kick in and then Tom the demon like like you call it mind blasts him just like woof and with his mind blows Dean like uh, looks like across the street and through a car windshield yeah I mean just yeah like like it's no big deal just like no big deal I'm beating your brother to death yeah and then goes back to wailing on sam just i mean left right left i'm just sam has zero chance nope and the next thing you you hear is a gunshot yeah you see it go through tom's head you see similar effects from the uh vampire who was shot Mm kind of lightning effects lightning inside the body and some like spooky smoke stuff happening and tom just drops dead yeah and then the camera pans back to dean he has the colt in his hand and the colt is smoking so he 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 used a bullet yes one bullet down lied lied to sam and said fine we'll lock the colt away he didn't bring it (laughs) i knew it and ended up using it and 
you know, used and used a bullet. They are now down to two. Two bullets. And he also has killed another person. While yes. he did kill the demon that was yes. possessing that person, he's now killed another yeah, person. They, and they look at him for a while, laying on the ground. I don't know, retrospect maybe. Before they hustle out of there and end yep. up in a cabin in the woods as their little hideout. So dad is still drugged up. You know, they put him to bed. And he was like, okay, he just needs to sleep this off for a little while. Sam is beat to hell. Um, I have to say, makeup did a really good job. They did. Mm-hmm. Because you can really mess up when it comes to, like, pugilistic damaging to the yeah. face. And they actually did a really good job. They did a good job. But I, I also think that there could have been more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they, had to, they probably had to strike a balance between, like, okay, Sam has to look like this for the rest of the episode, you know? <laughs> and he needs to look, you know, still like right. Sam a little bit. Right. So I understand why they did it, but it was just like, mm. yeah, given how close to death he was, yeah, yeah, but it still looked good. It did look good. It, it didn't did. look like bad makeup. No, so. not at all. But uh, so they're but they're back to salting the uh, the doorways and the windows. Mm-hmm. That's like their go to now is yes. The, they have like cans of salt, yeah. like Vaseline style yeah. cans <laughs> of of salt. They are not messing around. But the brothers now, now that they have a moment to themselves, mm-hmm. you know, Sam's like. I just, you saved my life, you know, and I want to thank you. Yeah. And Dean, of course, is flipping. He's like, oh, you're not mad that I, that I took the gun. And Sam's like, I just, I'm saying something here. Yeah. You know, you saved my life. Yeah. yeah. And so Dean, Dean lets him have it. Like, yeah, you know, okay. oh, you're welcome. <laughs> he doesn't say you're welcome, but he's like, okay. Yeah, he does. He does say you're welcome. I think he does. Yeah. Oh, Maybe he does he... say you're welcome. He yeah. wrote that down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I second guessed myself. And then he starts to have an introspective moment of he's distraught. He's now admitting that he is distraught, not really just about killing, you know, Tom. You know, he's like, there was a human in, in, in there, in the guy that was beating you up, you know. And yeah. Sam's like, listen, you didn't have a choice. You know, it's, it's a hard decision you had to make, but what else could we have done? No, you know, we right. don't, this is, this is what we know and this is what we have. But Dean is more distraught about the fact that without hesitation, he killed both Tom and, you know, essentially Meg. Or, like, the way he yeah. treated Meg, I right. think. He's just like, when it comes to trying to save you or dad, like, I don't even think twice about what I have to do. Yeah. And that scares him. Yeah. It scares him that all logic, all thought, all emotion goes away. It's just save Sam, save yeah. dad. Yeah. And that actually scares him because that means he's not in control. Right. And Dean likes to be in control. Mm-hmm. And it and it scares him. It's, it's not just like, oh, I need to think about this. Like, mm-hmm. this actually does, this part of him scares him. Yeah. Cue dad, who is not oh, yes, awake. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you shouldn't be scared. I'm proud of you. Um, yeah, and, and he's like, you're not, you're not mad at me for using a bullet. We're down to one bullet. Yeah. That's like the first thing that Dean asked dad when he was awake. It's like, wait, you're not mad that I wasted one of your precious bullets? Right. And dad is like, no, you know, you did what you had to do. And just then the lights in the cabin flicker, you know, yeah. it's that demon-y. signs of a supernatural ghosty something yes. presence. Yes. Yeah. John goes to the window and looks out and he's like, it's here. It's mm-hmm. found us. You know, give me the gun. Yeah. My first thought is you're barely standing. We're going to give you the gun to take the power <laughs> shot. You know, he sends Sam off. He's just like, oh, go salt and window the doors. You did it. Great. Just double check just to make sure you just get out of here. Right. Um, And yes, he's like, I won't miss. It's me. You know, like you might have missed. 
you know, because Dean's Dean's first is like, hold on, we shot him once, and he just like foofed away. He's like, this is me we're talking about. I'm not gonna miss. Give me the gun. And there's Dean's hesitation. You could see it. You could see the he- the questions in his eyes after John was just like, no, I'm not mad. You wasted a bullet. You know, right? Dean was kind of he's taken aback a little bit. Like, and, hmm. yeah. And now Dean's really thinking about it since he has to hand over the precious gun to John. And he hesitates for a while and is like, no, he would be furious if I wasted a bullet. He would have really ripped me a new one. Yeah, you're, you're not my dad. He's like, I know my dad better than anyone. Mm-hmm. You are not my dad. Yeah. And points the gun at him. Not only points it at him, cocks it. And just then Sam walks in <laughs> and Sam's like, hey, how long have I been gone? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and then there's the standoff. Mm-hmm. I'm your father. He's not dad. I'm your father. He's not mm-hmm. dad. You know, and Sam ends up siding with Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Dean says, I think that he's possessed and he has been since we rescued him. Yeah. And then John's like, okay, if you're so sure, shoot me. Mm-hmm. If you, if you think I'm the demon, shoot me. And Dean hesitates. Yeah. He's like, now that he's faced with the actual consequences, you know, the actual moment of truth. Yeah. He hesitates. Mm-hmm. And the demon takes over. Yes. John looks down and he says, I thought so. And when his eyes open, they are yellow. Yellow. And he just takes control. He mm-hmm. like he he slams Sam up against mm-hmm. the wall. He slams Dean up against the wall. Dean drops the gun and doesn't just like throw him uh, like across the room. It's like they are slammed and held up against the walls. I'm, I'm demonstrating this with my hands. You guys can't see this, but I, if you could see me, I am reenacting. You're, yeah, you're holding scene. Dean up against the wall. I yep. see it. Yep. With your one little lady arm, you're holding <laughs> big old Dean up against the wall. <laughs> uh, so the demon is able to pick up the cult now. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, how much trouble has this stupid thing, <laughs> you know, caused? Yeah. Um, and Sam, of course, is like, I'm going to kill you you know, I'm going to get you, which is, yeah. you know, you're, you're slammed up against the wall. I'm yeah. What are you going to sure. do? Really? Um, but, but, but then demon dad is just like, oh yeah. Okay. You're going to come get me. Try. Okay. And then he puts the gun down. And he's like, do your best psychic boy or something like psychic. that. Yeah. No, that's exactly what he says. Psychic boy. Just teases him, tries to get him to, uh, you know, move the gun with his mind and Sam can't, so he's like, mm-hmm, that's so. He's just, Demon Dad is relishing this moment. He is yeah, really I, playing into this whole scenario that's going I on. wrote down, and now it's time to monologue. <laughs> I wrote monologuing down several times in my notes in the next <laughs> few while. But I just, I just want to say, I love when characters get to play other characters. You know, oh, you like, mean like John being possessed by the demon. Yes. So like the actor Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's been playing, you know, you know, his his character is John Winchester. But now right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan gets to play around with like this new new right. thing in the same show. I love seeing those yeah. dynamics. And, those and he does a really good job. I loved this. The scary part is there's moments where you don't know. Yeah. Is it John or is it the demon? Is it the demon <laughs> controlling John? Yeah. You know, so there's moments like that coming up where I'm like, who, who, who actually said it? Yeah. yeah. But here's a, here's a weird thing in this monologuing, which, which I didn't think really belonged. Yellow eyes, uh, you know, 
tells Dean that, oh, you know, remember Meg? That was my daughter. Remember that mm-hmm. you know, that guy you just killed in the alley? That was my boy. And I'm like, demons have families? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that literally took me. I was like, what? Yeah. Why does that matter? You know? And then he's like, he's so self-righteous about how would you feel if someone, you know, if I killed your family? Oh, wait, I did. You know, it's like, so was, what was the point? The, the point is, is like, oh, look we destroyed the demon's family you know that's all it was i think and the whole like like offspring thing i don't know to me i i explained it to myself like okay this is like (laughs) like vampire children you know like they don't actually like them mate and born born into the world i think yes they turn them and they they turn them somehow they're minions Right. But so, still, but I, I think that like, all the only reason this daughter and son thing was there was yeah. to say, "Oh, you killed my family. How would you feel if I killed yours?" All right. Yeah. And then it comes back around later on the other side. Dean says, "Like, oh yeah, guess what? I wasted your kids. You know." Right. That's the right. only reason for that. <laughs> but luckily, Sam, being Sam, is like, why? why did you kill our family yeah you know and the demon monologues and says because they got in the way they got in the way of my plans for you and all the children like you yeah (laughs) and then dean dean comes to your rescue and he says can we get over this because i really can't stand the monologue (laughs) (laughs) and i wrote yes yes dean yes thank you so the demon's like okay and turns his attention back to Dean mm-hmm. and starts to like, it seems like he just crushes him with his like, like all of a sudden Dean can't breathe. He's gasping. Um, he starts bleeding. Out yeah, of bef- yeah bef- before that, he's kind of hitting him in like the feelings because first he says something like, oh, this is all part of your MO, you know, using humor to mask the pain because guess what? No one actually really needs you. They'd be fine without you. Sam is really John's favorite. Right, 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 right. Sam, Sam was going to get married and leave you anyway. He was picking out rings. Yeah. He um, doesn't care about you. Everyone is better off without you. Yeah, it's, it's that you need them. Yeah. So it's when Dean makes the, the crack about him wasting Yellow Eyes' kids that then prompts him to start crushing Dean crushing. internally. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Something's going on to where Dean is just like bleeding everywhere, you know? (laughs) He's just bleeding out. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it kind of looks like he had been clawed because the way the blood was running down his chest. And and Dean is just in, he's just in excruciating pain. Right, Um, right. And they're both so helpless, you know, like Sam is trying desperately to move the gun with his mind like he did the dresser in Nightmare. And he can't. Dean starts desperately pleading with his dad inside. You know, he's like, "Dad, please, please don't let him do this. You know, wake up. Don't, don't let him kill me, Dad. Dad, please." Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. It is. And Dean like passes out. He doesn't. Dad doesn't come to his rescue. He just he he won't. Dean passes out. Um, And then Dad does regain control for just like a few seconds. You know, you see the eyes like close and. And flicker back to normal and he's just like stop 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 and you know both the boys come like falling down from the wall and it's just enough time for sam to grab the colt and point it at 
demon dad. Yeah, demon dad. The demon takes over again. Yeah, like almost right away. But I mean, it was just enough time. But he just is like, okay, yeah, go ahead, shoot me. Because if, you know, got to kill me, that means you got to kill your dad. And yep. Sam says, yep, I know. And then shoots him in the leg. Yep. And you, But you still see like the lightning and the, yes. you know. So it, the being shot, even though he wasn't killed, being shot in the leg still affects the demon. Yeah. Like it still had some effect on him. Yeah. And John, the demon, uh, collapse. Yeah. Dean is like fully released and uh-huh. falls to the floor. Um, Sam runs over to Dean and Dean's like, no, go, go to dad. Yeah. Leave me. Go, go check on dad. Yeah. And we're definitely down to one bullet now if anyone's lost count. Yes. And John, John wakes up mm-hmm. and, and says to Sam, shoot me, shoot yeah. me now. He's like, I can't, the demon's still in me. Yeah. I can feel it. Just shoot me in the heart. Kill me, kill yeah. me. And, uh, this is what I wrote down. Who is it? Mm, I think it was John. I think it is John too. But in this moment, uh, I was just like, who, right. who is saying it? Yeah. I think it is John. But a part of me wanted to think it was the demon that was trying to get Sam to just kill his dad. Yeah. You know, if he was going to go, he was going to take John with him type of thing. Well, then, is so Sam, who is the one who's wanted revenge this whole time, has an opportunity to take his revenge and he doesn't do it. He doesn't. He he just can't bring himself to shoot John. Fair. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. But it's just interesting that given the opportunity, both brothers, you know, um, don't end it. You know. Well, yeah, because also Dean on the side is saying, "Don't Sam, don't shoot. Right, don't do it." So yeah. So then the demon escapes. You see the black smoke, you know, shooting out of John's mouth, and and then into the crack in the floor, the demon is gone. Yeah. Yep. And John looks pissed. <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote too. John Dad is pissed. pissed. So the next scene we see is them in the Impala. Uh, I'm assuming they're being driven like Sam is driving them to a hospital. He's like, just let's just let's just get you to the hospital. You yeah, know, he says Dean- it's only ten minutes away. You know, it, it's fine. And it, this is what solidified for me that it was actually John that said it. Yeah. It made me kind of, it made me really upset at him where he's just like, I can't believe you didn't do it. Killing this demon comes before everything else, before, you know, your brother, yeah. your me, blah, 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 before everything. And this yeah. is where I was like, John, why are you going to put this on your son? Why are exactly. you going to make him live with the fact that he killed his own father for the rest of yeah. his life? Yeah. His father is dead. And not only is his father dead, he killed him. You know, he's got to bury him. You know, yeah. it's that same thing that Dean's been saying. It's like, we're the ones left behind. Yeah. You know, so why would you do that knowing what we'd be going through? Right. And, you, and you're right. This is what made me answer my own question. Right. You know, I wrote it down, who's mm-hmm. speaking. And then when this happened, I was like, it was John. It was John. And so Sam is like, look, we can reconnoiter. We can, we can start over. We still have the gun. We still have one bullet. We can figure this out. Crash. And it's just so jarring, this this moment. This, I wrote down, pardon my French, but I wrote down, holy fuck. <laughs> this moment, not only did it make me jump, yeah. it made the dog jump. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, bam. It was oh. unexpected. It was jarring. It was loud. It was scary. This semi-truck out of nowhere T-bones the Impala 
and it just smashes them. Yeah. And you see, I mean, the way they filmed it, it was very alias. And I don't know which came first, the alias episode or Supernatural. I'm going to say the Supernatural episode maybe came first, where the cinematography takes you into the car. So you're not just seeing like a stunt driver crashing a car. Yeah. It, it's, you are in the car with the actors. Yeah. And it, it really looks like they are smashed. And it was so scary and abrupt and real yeah if you've ever been in a car accident that's what it felt like it felt like I was in a car accident again yeah like being in there I've seen a few tv shows and commercials even who do this trick who put the camera inside of the car Mm -hmm. for for a car wreck and it is just it feels so lifelike (laughs) and and it didn't end it wasn't just like crash boom it was like crash and crash and crash mm-hmm. and crash and crash yeah. just every angle and because it was a semi truck that hit them the the power and speed of that semi just like dragged it just pushes the impala down the road forever it feels like yeah and i just want to point out now that was a scary fucking truck just gonna point that out well it didn't hurt that the driver inside was uh possessed by a demon by a demon yes the yeah once everything has stopped like the car is smoking um the truck has stopped moving the camera pans up and it's just this like demon behind it's a truck driver but he's got black eyes he's not moving he's not like i got them no he's he's just just like like, sitting there in the car just like straight faced and then the next thing we see is uh, all three Winchesters are like unconscious in the car if yeah. they're even alive. Right. We don't know. Bloodied, unconscious, left Tangled. for dead, unmoving. Blackout. Yeah. On a backcountry road. Yeah. Nobody there. Blackout. End of season. <laughs> and that's when you just go, what? Yes. Yeah. I wrote down, holy shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that was the last thing I wrote in my book was, was holy shit. Yeah. It was insane. It scared. It scared me so bad. This was the ultimate like jump out moment when I first saw Route Six Six Six. This is what I thought happened in Route Six. Yeah, I remember you saying like, "Oh, I remember this episode." Oh, I remember this is really great. Yeah. Did I remember it coming into this episode? No. Oh, really? So, <laughs> no. I I totally didn't remember until it until the truck smashes into the Impala. I didn't remember. And then once I, once it did, and my heart, uh, you know, went back to normal. I was like, oh, this is what I thought of. Uh, yeah, this was amazing. This, this episode was great. It had, it was, it had you tense through the entire thing. I was leaning forward the entire time, which is why when the truck hit the Impala, I was, I mean, like yeah. thrown backwards <laughs> myself. So, and not only are the Winchester brothers and, and John, like potentially, crippled dead left for dead who knows the, the impala is also yeah the th- third slash fourth i guess in this case character of the show is also is destroyed also, yep is also just a tangled bloody mess so a note about this this stunt yeah this car acts the stunt accident was an accident oh they wanted the car when it was hit to do like a whole big thing, like a flippy flip in the air and then like roll on the like ground. Like tumble, tumble, tumble. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think if I remember correctly, they only had like one shot to do it. And obviously it didn't happen, but the stunt driver, he ran into it and then it just like took the car with him. And I think he kind of, I don't want to say lost control because like a stunt driver 
is always in control to some extent, you know, but I think it just didn't go in the, because the car didn't actually flip. And then there was like this bridge up ahead that he was supposed to go on after the car went off to the right or whatever, but it didn't. So then he made the decision, I'm going to drive this car straight into the camera. This was like a total, this happy accident. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh because i was gonna say it does go drive it gets pushed directly into the camera yes it does, and that was the stunt driver's choice he was just like oh shit well this didn't go as planned i guess you know what maybe i'll just drive right into the camera and and see how that wow went. it worked <laughs> i know <laughs> it worked really really well wow oh that's really cool End of season one. Yes. And the, uh, la- the final song that they play is Bad Mood Rising by Credence Clearwater oh, Revival. Oh, CCR. Good. It was an excellent song choice. Yeah, Don't remember what it was on Netflix. I think it was just generic rock music. Yeah. They stopped kind of putting the titles of songs on the subtitles. They just kept saying rock music plays. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you don't know who this is. Yeah. So. Well done. And it makes me want to just jump into season two. I know. I was just like, oh my God, I need to get my next DVD set out. Yay. Nope. 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 Take a break. Got to take a hiatus. Oh my gosh, my friends. This is it. Yeah. We wrapped. We wrapped. Well, no, we have not wrapped season one yet. We finished talking about um, the episodes. The episodes. We are going to do one quickie episode i think we'll call it maybe just a little a wrap up of maybe a little wrap party yeah of a few things maybe we missed or you know we found out later on and it was like way after the episode had happened so what's the point of even bringing it up now um maybe we'll figure out some things to track oh yeah we'll we'll figure something out (laughs) Well, well we got some we got some good stuff yeah so stay tuned for that and then stay tuned for some reruns. <laughs> <laughs> the best of season one. Yeah. And I don't know yet when season two is going to be released, but we will let you know for sure when it does. Won't be that long, I don't think. But I just got to get through two tech weeks and then we can jump back in. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Share, like, subscribe, follow all of the things. It's like such a long list whenever I get into I... self-promotion <laughs> stuff and like I hate it. Like I hate myself <laughs> for it. You're not such, alone. Such I'm not saying I hate you. Alone. I'm saying it's what it's what we got to do. I know. All the podcasters do it. We are on um, Facebook and Instagram at Salt and Burn This Pod and Twitter at Salt and Burn This. And might I say, Valerie, you were doing a fantastic job of putting up all the content and being the one to... Um, you know, taking the lead on all of the engagement and stuff. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I do, though, to give you credit, when you do get in there and interact, you do get some zingers out there. <laughs> so you're 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 better than you think. Yeah. But thank you. Um, plus, I have, I have a good time. My, our yeah. our audience base are are pretty cool, so I have yeah. a good time putting myself out there. So thank you so much to everyone who's turned tuned in. Oh, oh, I was totally going to talk about we hit one thousand downloads. Yeah, I know. We rock. That's awesome. We do rock. Thank you. One thousand in what, like six months? That's crazy to me. Over like the most niche thing ever. (laughs) So, I'm thank you, listeners. I'm stunned. I'm shocked. I'm thankful. Just thank you so much. Thank you. It's really awesome. Yes, thank you. Thank you, everybody. I hope that you will continue to be along for the ride. 
And yeah, we will see you next time for a season one wrap up. And then after that, um, who knows? knows? Watch season two. So you know what's coming up. Okay. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to our season one finale. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.